Welcome to Thought Jar, a podcast run by high school students where guests share their unique perspectives on arts, education, society, and more. I'm Jasmine, your host for this episode, and today we have three unique and very, very amazing guests with us here today. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Hi, my name is Samuel, and in Chinese, ah,、uh, 我的名字叫 Samuel. Hello, my name is Sally. 我的名字叫 Sally. Hello, my name is Lada. Ah,、uh, my name is Lada. Ah,、uh, 名叫 Zavut Lada. As you may be able to tell from the very unique introduction, that the topic we're going to talk about today is bilingualism. All three guests here today have been educated and can speak fluently in at least two languages. So with that, let's jump right into our first question: What languages do you know, and how fluent are you in them? Okay. Um. So first of all, I know Chinese. It is my native language and the language、um, I first learned, and also know English, and I also know a bit of Cantonese. That is,、uh, I don't know if it counts as a language. It's it's a dialect, and I'm not really very fluent in it. Um. I'm Chinese, so I know Chinese, and I've learned English. I don't know Cantonese. Emphasis made. Uh, so I know English, as you can tell, and also Chinese and Russian because、uh, my mother tongue is Russian. So I'm assuming that you guys all use English、um, at school and when you are invited to podcast, as in now. And so, do you speak your native tongue with your family? Where and when do you use those different languages? Um, for me, English is definitely my academic language. It's the language I use in almost all of my studies. While Chinese, it's more of my language for、um, for life in general. I I go because I I live in China. I do have to use Chinese、um, everywhere else、um, if I'm not at school. So I chat with my parents in Chinese. I talk with my friends in Chinese. I um I talk to whoever I need to talk to in the metro station or at, at the stores in Chinese. So Chinese is definitely more of my、um, language for life. Cantonese, however, is I mainly use Cantonese when I'm chatting with my grandparents who <laughs> who who are who are Cantonese and who isn't very fluent in Chinese in, in Mandarin Chinese. That is. My situation is basically similar.、Uh, I use English for academic studies. I use Chinese with my family, and for some friends, I also use English, and then some friends I use Chinese. So I use English for school, and、um, with friends, I usually use like a mixture of English and Chinese. With my parents, I use Russian, and with my sisters, I use a mixture of all three of the languages I know. <laughs> That is so cool! I can't imagine how you do that. <laughs> so, so Samuel said just now something very interesting, which is that Chinese is your language for everyday life.、Um, so, with that, I want to ask: Do you think or feel differently when you use different languages? Yeah, I I think I do、um, because Chinese is my na- native tongue. I definitely more feel more comfortable. Um, speaking in Chinese about everyday life. However, if I'm speaking in English, I do feel、um, a little bit more "quote unquote" professional because because in English I can pull out all those professional terms, and、uh, whereas I can't do that in Chinese because I never learned those terms in Chinese. So yes. 
Yeah, it's definitely subject related, as in what kind of things am I talking about and who I'm talking with.、Uh, sometimes thinking one language will be faster for me just because I know all the words to that type of、um, subject. Whereas otherwise, if I use a different language, it'll be slower. But it's very much dependent on what I talk about. Yeah, so my situation is kind of similar.、Uh, because I'm not Chinese, when I speak Chinese or try to write something,、uh, I'm I'm not as good. I feel like as when I'm in、uh, when I'm speaking English or Russian, because I may not always have the vocabulary to express what I want to say clearly in Chinese, and I'm also a bit anxious about pronouncing it wrong because、uh, I'm surrounded by a lot of Chinese classmates. So yeah, I'm just because of that. I sometimes am a bit afraid of judgment. I guess. That seems to be a very realistic problem,、um, which, well, the most of us don't experience it that often because this is China and our English is probably better than the average Chinese. But if we do go abroad, that seems to be a very serious, well, situation. <laughs>、um, so you guys kind of answered this already, but I just want to clarify again: Does the language you use affect what you? Talk about? Does it limit your conversation? Like you can talk about biology and English and literature and politics in English, but can you do the same with Chinese? Are there things you can talk about only in one language, but not in other languages? Yes, definitely, and I、uh, definitely feel that way because、um, all of my academic subjects are I learned them in English. So one example I could talk talk about is biology. Uh, more specifically, anatomy and physiology. So in the so I've been learning anatomy and physiology for about half a year now. And my grandmother, she is also a doctor. So whenever whenever we get together、um, on family events,、um, I would I would I would seek her out and I would chat with her about what I have been learning、um, been learning recently. So the conversation always goes like this. I tell her the system that I'm that I I'm currently learning, and she, and I tell her in really vague terms, in Chinese, what what、uh, what what I'm referring to and、um, what the teacher taught us. And she would say very clearly and very professionally、um, the、uh, the names of those things that I'm referring to in Chinese. So whenever I talk to her, in order to have a really、um, A, a really、um, beneficial conversation. I need a dictionary. I need a dictionary to to, to、uh, translate all the words, all the big professional words I know about anatomy and physiology into Chinese in order to have a beneficial conversation to her. So yeah, definitely, language does restrict me in my content. It says something about the cultural diversity of this、um, world in which you are now living in that you have to use a dictionary to talk to your grandmother. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I also relate to that.、Um, when I want to talk to my parents about what I learn in my class, it's extremely difficult, and we just both give up. So、uh, let me just use another example, which is, for example, I watched a movie and I want to talk to people about that and watch it in English. And、I just find it very difficult to put my thoughts into Chinese to be able to express it to other people because, first of all, maybe in terms of movies, they talk in English, and I might be very much attracted to how they speak and their dialogue. And also, maybe it's just that 
uh, in terms of films, mostly when I'm thinking about films or when I'm watching interviews about films, it's in English as well. So just because everything that's related to this topic is in uh, English, I can it, it it can be very difficult to just start to use Chinese to do that well and to be able to uh, talk in a way that expresses everything I can express when I'm using English. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I definitely feel this, this situation with the dictionary because um, whenever, like, maybe if me and my sisters are saying something in English to each other and my mom overhears and then she's like, oh, what does this word mean? I'm like, I'm stuck because, like, I don't know how to translate Russian. And so I just I have to take my phone out and check the dictionary for the meaning of that word. And also if I need my dad's help with anything, like, uh, educational-wise, and I would also just, I don't know what's that word in Russian. And since I, I it's hard to explain the thing about like if it's related like science or something it's hard to explain to him so usually I end up doing it alone but <laughs> wow I always thought knowing more languages um, makes life easier <laughs> but turns out maybe the more languages you know the more complicated life gets so we said already that you use different languages with different people and that you think and feel differently when you use different languages. That's a lot of different. So here's another question. Do you think others perceive you differently when you use different languages? I think kind of, yes, especially those who cannot understand both of the languages I know. Like I will, I will sound more fluent in one language for a certain topic, and then other people. Like if they don't listen to me speak in a certain language for a certain topic, they might think that I'm not fluent, or I don't have enough thoughts, or I'm not deep enough, I don't have enough vocabulary. Whereas if I use the language that I'm more more comfortable with, then yeah, maybe they will be able to understand the depth of things I can't actually think about. And also there's something about using different languages. It kind of changes your voice. I don't know if you guys feel that. It, it uh, I don't know. But when I speak in Chinese, my voice gets kind of higher and sharper and I speak slower and there's different tone involved as well because, well, when I speak English, I follow a set of influences. Um, I listen to people who speak English, right? I also listen to books and things like that. Whereas for Chinese, it's a whole different set of influences that influences how I speak that language. So, yeah, I think people perceive me differently, although how how serious the difference is, I'm not sure. Well, I don't really think they perceive me differently, although I did notice that when, like, if uh, maybe some, some Russians find out I speak Chinese or if some Chinese people find out I speak Russian, there will be, like, this, like, surprise, like, wow, and then, like, maybe a sense of awe, and then they would just start asking me to say something in the other language. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, I think, yeah, I don't think they perceive me differently, except when they find out that I speak a different language. Well, Lada, so you mentioned before that you use a mixture of English and Russian when you talk to your siblings. And I know that Samuel and Sally, you guys use a mixture of Chinese and English when you talk to your friends. And this seems to be a pretty common cultural phenomenon now that most people, well, a lot of people know how to speak different languages. But do you think this is a problem? Does knowing another language affect your fluency in your mother tongue? Yes, um, I would say so because, um, we as as mentioned by all of our guests earlier, 
we associate different language with different subjects, and we tend to when we tend to use that particular language、um, when we talk about a certain subject. So it's just we don't have a universal language that we could use for fluently for all of our for all parts of our lives. So. My teacher used this allegory, and not exactly an allegory, but she says that、um, sometimes we use our second language or our first language as as crutches, like when when we walk, and we we use them quite a lot, especially when with people、um, who knows both languages, and which、um, becomes Chinglish <laughs> and language as such, and so we never really. Really, I've gotten to to know the the other terms that we might have known if we did not use Chinglish, and so I would say yes.、Um, using a mixture of two languages or more at the same time does、um, does negatively influence our、um, fluency in either languages. I would say. Yeah, you make a great point right there. It's not like we are fluent in a couple of languages in all areas. It's simply that, like,、um, our language usage has been cut up into different categories, and one category is for that language, another category is for this language. So yeah, and it does affect your mother tongue definitely. Although it it kind of depends on who you are and how much you use that language. Etc. I think you can be fluent in both, right? But then it takes a lot of work, and、um, the ordinary people might not be able to get there. <laughs> Definitely not me, though.、Uh, yeah. So to be honest, I actually think it's kind of cool when people can use multiple language in the same、um, like conversation, because I feel like that means that they are comfortable enough in those languages to speak a mixture of them. So even though it might affect negatively. I still think maybe as long as you like you're able to speak in one language when you need to, like maybe when if you're speaking to like on, people who only speak English or only Chinese, I feel like it's acceptable to speak a mixture. Well, you pretty much answered my second question right there, which is: Should the mixed usage of two languages be avoided?、Um, and I want to put that question to Samuel and Sally as well. Because, well, do you think Chinglish is a bad habit that we can grow into, or does it make conversation more lively when you use it informally? I think if we use it informally, like among our friends, it does have its benefit. Like it's sort of a an inside joke for people who knows both languages. So it's kind of fun, and I feel like it pulls us us closer. But as um our as we have mentioned before, it does. It might not be very well、um, if we want to be fluent, very fluent in both languages in different areas that we want to、um, talk about. Yeah, mixed usage is pretty much it should be avoided if you want to be able to talk properly in one language, especially when you're using a different language because you just can't remember this usually common word in the language you're actually taking on right now. But I also agree with Lada in what you were saying about it's cool that you can say three languages all together, right? And I also like about what I like about that it's also just you're bringing in、uh, information that's associated with all three languages or all two languages in my case.、Um, 
if you only knew one language, you're exposed to this area, this little sphere of things. If you know two, then you have the ability to bring two spheres all together or something like that. So it's more in that sense where I can use um, maybe some specific English terms for this topic that is going to be dif difficult to discuss in Chinese. And when I bring those together and I discuss with somebody who knows Chinese and English, I can go into things that um, are farther reaching than when I just use one language. On that note, I have a question for you guys. Which language do you think in? Ah, it depends on what I'm thinking on. <laughs> like, if it's a Chinese homework, I will try to think in Chinese, right? But then mostly, I would say English. <laughs> yeah, I would say English. Um, maybe because the type of thinking I do is kind of dreamy and things like that. I don't know, but yeah. So um, recently, I've been thinking in English more and more. But I, yeah, I feel I feel like I usually think either in Russian or in English. I can do both. <laughs> Good question, Samuel. It makes me want to ask another a quite similar question, um, which is that: What language do you talk to yourself in? And Samuel, you must answer too. Okay, um, I I I would say English too. But there are in some cases where I would、um, talk to myself in Chinese.、Uh, I can't really think of any. I guess, like maybe if I'm thinking in my mother's mindset, I'll start talking in Chinese to myself. You know, whereas if I'm thinking in the mindset of my English teacher or or people I know at school, then I'll think in English. So it kind of depends on what point of view I take as well, because sometimes when I think. To myself, I will take on other people's point of view or something like that. Yeah, so I also kind of change like depending on who I'm talking to or what I'm doing,、uh, and it's usually Russian or English. Maybe Russian a bit more actually than English. Yeah, but definitely not Chinese. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I understand. I do use Chinese with my sisters sometimes. Actually, when will you use Chinese over? Russian and English. When you speak with your sisters, is it more about talking about things that are culturally specific to China? No, really. We actually like, sometimes just would randomly just talk when we only the like I have two younger sisters. Only when the three of us are alone, we would sometimes speak like Chinese, add a bit Russian, add English. Sometimes, yeah. Interesting. I think I have a little bit more insight into your daily lives <laughs> right now. So, so here's a broad question. What are the benefits of knowing more than one languages? You can read more. <laughs> you can understand more. Although you still have limited time, so I don't know. But、um, <laughs> and of course, you can go to other countries and not look like a fool and go to the wrong bathroom if you don't know the notes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, but but yeah, there's the practical, right? Where you just have to interact with people who don't speak your language, and then there's also if you want to learn more about maybe maybe you just really want to read this book, this classic book that was written in a specific language before it was translated to your language, and then you learn the language. You can you can just have Gain access to some of those things that are only properly there in that one language that you don't know yet. 
So I feel like um, learning and uh, knowing multiple languages can actually help you in like education and also maybe in the future when, when finding a job because um, well in, in education you definitely can read more books in their native language instead of the translation version. And uh, in job wise, uh, if you know more languages, they you have like at least I think so like uh, more chances of getting the job I guess than someone who only knows one language. Yeah, I definitely relate to the reading and the translation. I think a lot of um, what is what is in the native language might be lost during translation. And I think knowing um, two different languages that definitely helps um, with that. You could appreciate different um, works in their original language for things like um, ancient Chinese poetry and um, other forms of. Um, other forms of literary works these I, I mean a lot of it is just lost in translation and you really have to experience them in their native language and I also think uh, knowing two languages somehow affects your mindset affects how you think about different things um, but I'm not sure about that have I mentioned that my ultimate dream is to read war and peace in Russian <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, so yeah, those are very insightful answers and totally based on personal experience, I can tell. So here's the opposite side of that coin, which is what difficulties have you met in language learning? Vocabulary is one. And <laughs> I guess... Um, like writing as well it takes a lot of practice to be able to do that well and also well language learning if you want to get to a point where you're very comfortable talking with the native people i think it just takes a while because it's not only knowing the basics of that language it's also um, how is it connected culturally to how they use it so um, maybe the literal meaning is one thing, but then when they use it in that context, uh, within that culture or within that situation, they start to have like other implied meanings or things like that. And yeah, there's also cultural slang or some things like that. It's beyond just knowing this word means this in my language, like things like that. So yeah, I think that's one difficulty as well. So uh, I agree with Sally on vocabulary. I feel like... You, like just knowing what a word means is often like the major <laughs> uh, problem for me and also the grammar is um, yeah I feel like gram for grammar because different languages might have slightly different grammar and if you like the more languages you learn the more grammar you have to learn and it's sometimes very painful to learn uh, all the, the rules and exceptions to rules yeah so the three languages you know would you say the grammar is very different for all three uh, well, sometimes I feel like, yeah. Cool. For me, I think it would be um, something to deal with translation. Because, you know, when you talk to people, you know, two languages, they they usually assume that you will be able to translate things. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, when when you know both languages and the topic that whatever is talked about is in. Yeah, but... Often it's from my own experience at least it's not like that. It's not like you could you could just know two languages, speak two languages, and then suddenly you can translate. It is it's very 
<laughs> it's very different than that. And I feel like often, from my experience of translating, I often get stuck on one particular word where I know the word in one language, but I just can't think of the word in another language. And so it's just quite difficult to translate, even when you could speak、um, two languages、uh, rather fluently. I'm sure most of us have never thought that there are so many challenges in language learning. Wow! But the assumption here is that it is worth it, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Good. So, on that note, here's our last and final question, and a not very serious one, if I do say so.、Um, would you ever learn a new language on your own? If so, what language would you like to learn? For Sally and Samuel, I guess it would be a third slash fourth language if count- Cantonese does count, and for Lada, it would really be a fourth language.、Wow. <laughs> um, so I would not try learning it on my own because I just I find it just studying a topic on your own very just I feel lazy, you know. I I need a teacher to just give me homework and have class at a certain time time period. But if I were to choose a language to learn, I think it would be French, actually, because I just I really like the way it sounds. I think I won't learn it unless I know I really, really need it, and I'm going to apply it right after I learn it, or I'll be able to apply it as I learn it. So yeah, maybe like future jobs might require me to have a new language. Okay, then I'll learn it, sure. But、uh, <laughs> I don't know if that'll overcome. But um, um, no plans to learn any languages soon, not yet. Um. Although if I do want to learn, maybe it's more of the European ones and also French. Like, yeah. But honestly, like once I listen to a another language, I just feel like it's cool and I want to learn it. So,、um, but mostly I have very superficial understandings of like how difficult they are and what why they sound nice. Yeah, I definitely do relate with Sally on this topic.、Uh, from our discussions earlier, I would say that、um, different languages do carry with it a different mindset. Like if you learn a different la- a different language, it might, you know, I al- I already think in two languages. <laughs> if I if if I learn one more language, I might be thinking in three languages, and that might be just too much、um, for me. But if I have the ch- chance, I would I would also learn French. Because it sounds amazing, as Lada says. <laughs> French wins the competition. Wow! All right, and that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you all, guys. Thank you, guys, all so much for answering and for speaking and offering such amazing viewpoints. It makes me want to go polish up my Cantonese.、Yeah. Well, <clears throat> thank you for tuning into Thought Jar and keep listening on for the. Episode.